Flying Mood Productions presents Laugh, Literature, and Film. Broadcasting live from Flying Bull Production Studios, it's Laugh, episode 53, a wee laugh for the June 26th weekend. I am Mr. Two Frames, joined in studios by the L Train. How are you, sir? Peachy. Ready for our, uh, the last weekend in June? Yes. This is probably the best time of the year to be a teacher, right? Yes. These, these two weeks, when we're still in June, you still have all of summer in front of you. Although I did get a catalog yesterday in the mail with back-to-school savings. Ugh. <laughs> it's very defeatist. Yeah. Deflating. A little bit of the air got left out of the, let out of the uh, June balloon. Oh, no, no, I'm not letting it rain on my parade. I kind of like this. Uh, we've had a lot of big action blockbusters, and now we're starting to get into the comedy portion of the summer. It's sort of a lull, though. A little bit. There's but... a little bit of a lull for the kinds of movies I like. Okay, so you're not looking forward to our first film? Only because it's in the box office challenge, and it's one of my picks. Okay, and this film is? Ted 2. Ted 2 is the uh, follow-up to Ted which is a story about a potty-mouthed teddy bear who uh, smokes pot and drinks beer all day with Mark Wahlberg and used to push around the relation push the relationship buttons on Mila Kunis but she's not in the film yeah she was unable to film it due to her being pregnant makes me sad i like Mila Kunis yeah she was pretty good in the first one um Amanda Seyfried is in Ted 2 taking her spot as the foil to uh, Ted, I suppose. But the whole sort of uh, plot of this movie is that the newlywed couple, Ted, the teddy bear, and his wife, Tammy Lynn, want to have a baby. But in order to qualify to be a parent, he has to prove that he's really a person uh, in a court of law. And I guess his lawyer is going to be played by Morgan Freeman. I like it. <laughs> really? I mean, I liked the first film. I thought the first film didn't have a whole lot of plot going for it, but the individual scenes were good. I think this is going to be more of the same. Hmm. Uh, you went to the first one with your wife, right? Yep. We went and saw it, and I think it opened roughly about the same time of year as uh, this one did, or does. Probably right. I was on a, I was in Richmond. I, I saw it in Richmond alone. It was either that or a Bollywood movie. <laughs> I chose to see Ted. Uh, I'm a fan of Seth MacFarlane. This is a follow-up of sorts to his last movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, which did not do well. But I liked it. Really? I liked that movie. Yeah. Uh, it's I... holding up. I've seen it on HBO a few times. My prediction has, has come true. It's held up, Mr. Two Frames. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't too big. I, I did like the first Ted uh, I think the second movie my wife might go and watch with me. Well, nothing in the trailer seems interesting to me. And and there's nothing really... This this movie doesn't seem to build on the stuff from the first movie. And I have no problem watching the trailer for this because I don't know if I'm going to go see it or not. Really? Now, were you watching the Green Band trailer or the Red Band trailer? I think I watched two or three. Probably the Red Band, too. Okay. I'm sort of over the whole legalized drugs push. I mean... I just wish they would shut up about it. I'm fine with them legalizing drugs. I really am. I just 
I, I just <laughs> don't want the whole. I don't want the controversy, and I don't want the uh, back and forth. So if they would just shut up about it, that'd be fine. And that seems to be also every R-rated comedy has to have some pot scene in it, which is just disturbing to me. So All right. I, I don't know. I, I like the crude and the crassness of the first film. I think I liked it, but I, I think it's a one-off. So whatever. Guys, go see it and enjoy yourselves. If you if you disagree with my take, let right. me know. Well, the first one made fifty four million its opening weekend. Right. Do you think the second movie beats that? It's a pretty good spot for it because there's really nothing else like it coming out, and Jurassic World is going to be on a downturn. The last big movie was Inside Out, which we're going to talk about in uh, this week's uh, Laugh Edition. Mm-hmm. Left uh, fifty four. So there's a there's a little bit of a lull in the the timing is good for Ted two to do well. So I, I'm hoping that it gets eighty million. I don't think it will. Uh, if it gets seventy five million, I might have a chance. If Minions doesn't do well, so yeah. I'm, all I'm worried about is the box office challenge now with these things because I I don't really I don't think the movie's going to be that great, but I might be wrong. I don't know, I I think it'll do between fifty and sixty million. Uh, Jurassic World's been holding up very well at the box office. It did a hundred million again last weekend, and Inside Out did eighty million. Ninety-one. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the early numbers were saying eighty yeah. million. Yeah, you got up to ninety-one. Um, yeah, don't shortchange me. Sorry. Don't shortchange my Inside Out. It was man. the first time ever that Pixar did not win the box office its opening weekend with a movie, and it was their highest-rated movie. Yeah. And it made $91 million. Like, yeah. some people are trying to say, has Pixar lost its touch because <laughs> no. it came in second place? No. It still made 91 That movie's going to hold up over the right. next couple of weeks. But the same people that are going to see Ted 2 are not going to be necessarily the same people that are going to see Inside Out. So, I know, but there are only, I guess, so many dollars to spend at the box office in any given weekend. And I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it does. I yeah. hope it does well. It'll, oh, yeah. it'll get 20 bucks from the wife and I. No, not until money. Monday, so it doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so what else is out there? If you're not going to go see... If you're going to be like me and not go see Ted 2? Oh, if you're not going to see Ted 2, then the movie you should see, and I'm sure you will, is another uh, single-name uh, movie, Max. And this is a story about a dog that helped U.S. Marines in Afghanistan. And he returns home to the U.S. and is adopted by his soldier handler's uh, brother. Huh. It's a heartwarming tale of adventure huh. and love between man and his dog. Does the dog get mad? He gets scared at some fireworks in the trailer. He doesn't get mad, it, it, though. It, it, it activates his PTSD. Oh, okay. You going to go see this? No, of course not. Why not? Are you kidding me? I sent out a tweet yesterday for... Excori- or, uh, encouraging our Twitter followers or Twitter followers to go to uh, doesthedogdie.com hashtag stop the manipulating well, this is a whole movie about a dog I know how many people do you think are going to go see this movie thinking they're going to Fury Road I don't think and, then when, and when the trailers start they'll be I know all the, super confused the dog is great looking he's a uh, Belgian Malinese. Yeah, you can look at pictures of them online. Yeah, it's apparently an offshoot of the German Shepherd. 
you know the dog is going to die. <laughs> Maybe not if they want that, a sequel. That, yeah, that's the whole thing. Is this not a Disney movie? Doesn't the sequel save uh, the dog? <laughs> it could be a prequel. Um, Puppy Max. I don't know who's uh, putting this film out. And it's not. I don't think it's Disney. I don't no. think so either. Which but is odd because it's a it's a Disney looking movie. Yeah. I mean, I like the cast. I like Thomas Hayden Church. <laughs> yeah. Playing the father. But you liked him better in uh, Midnight Joe or what was it, Cowboy Joe? What was a Joe movie uh, with Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, I can't. It's a very different remember. kind of a movie. I mean, I I liked him on Wayne Wayne's Freakins. the TV show. <laughs> Uh, uh, he was pretty good as Sandman in Spider-Man 3. Oh, God. He wasn't the problem with the film. No. The I problem mean, with the film was the film itself. He he did what he could with that role. But right. I've always liked him as an actor. I, I think he makes interesting choices. Uh, Killer Joe. He was Killer Joe. That's he was interesting. In, so. Midnight Joe. Midnight Joe. Um, uh, Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls. Right. That she doesn't... can be all right. Um, I thought she was great in Bad Santa. <laughs> okay. As the like nymphomaniac who has a thing for guys in Santa costumes. Huh. Very specific sort of fetish. Yeah, it only works for like one month out of the year. Right. But or it gets very hot in the summer months. Right? Yeah. Hmm. So I, I like the cast. Huh. But I don't think I'm going to see this. I think this is going to be too much of a tearjerker. Hmm. So Yeah, no. There's no reason for me to go see this movie. Right, fair mm. enough. Um, well, if you're going to stay home from the box office, it's too hot to go to the theater, what could you uh, get streaming this week? This was actually a recommendation from a listener, Nicole C., uh, who, I guess you she has Amazon Prime because this is on Amazon Prime. And, uh, of course, I can't recommend a movie without seeing it myself, so I watched it this morning. It's called Struck by Lightning, written by Chris Colfer and starring Chris Colfer as a teenager fated to meet an electrifying end who coerces his classmates into writing for a literary magazine he started to ensure admittance to his dream college. It's uh, directed by Brian Denali, uh-huh. who's not done a whole lot, but he's coming out with a few TV uh, series upcoming, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, Zombie Basement. Yeah, um, he was behind the TV series Weeds. He directed a couple of episodes in Weeds. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then I think you saw the movie Saved, uh, uh, 2004. Yeah, years ago. And uh, I think you kind of liked it. It has that same sort of uh, irreverent tone, mm-hmm. but it's sort of all over the place in terms of tone also because it loses itself at the end a little bit. But it's funny. There's some sharp writing. Uh Apparently, this kid was in, Chris Colfer was in Glee. Yeah, he was one of the best characters. He played Kurt. I did never watch Glee, but I, I like this guy. He's, he's, he has a pretty cool voice Like as a, as a writer. Some pretty good uh, comedy. But then it becomes maudlin at the end. It actually begins at the end mm-hmm. with him getting struck by lightning, <laughs> which is a pretty funny little scene. But uh, it's got Sarah Hyland in it from... She plays Haley Dunphy in Modern Family, the older chick, and the daughter. And okay, I think I know who you're talking about. The one who's trying to become emancipated from her parents. No, that's the younger one. Oh. and she did become emancipated. That one. Oh, okay, fair but, enough. Yeah, and th- th- there's your uh, Modern Family trivia for the week. <laughs> and it's also got Rebel Wilson in it, who plays Marley Bags. 
Woo. <laughs> Way overrated. No, she's funny at this. Watch the film and embrace the fat chick for once. If I watch this film, it would be for uh, that uh, Chris guy. Chris Colfer? Yeah, it'd be for him. Because, I mean, he was pretty good in Lee, the bits and parts I've seen of it. My wife was a big fan of Lee, so I'd watch in, like, ten-minute chunks here and there. And he was normally pretty good in his scenes. This movie is funny. And Rebel Wilson is probably the funniest part of it. So, but I just kind of like her. She was stopped talking a couple minutes ago, then. (laughs) Watch it or not, I liked it. And Nicole C. liked it, so we're recommending it. All right. I like it. Nicole C. was also a little bit worried about how excited you were to get your punishment last week. My punish? I, I sounded excited. You sounded gleeful. I, I just take my medicine. Huh. She's comparing it to things you said in earlier shows, and she says, she says Mr. Uh, Two Frames is getting a little creepy. <laughs> well, that, that's always great feedback from the listeners. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. No, I, I like it. If you're not going to watch this because you don't like Rebel Wilson and you don't like to embrace fat people, what will you watch? Well, sadly, oh. you only have one more season of Hannibal to watch. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, we just got the bad news last night that Hannibal has been canceled. Hmm. It's only going to last three seasons, people. And, and this is really sad for me because I'm a big fan of its writer, Brian Fuller. He's done shows like Pushing Daisies, and he also did the remake of The Monsters that only aired for one episode. Well, it, the, Mockingbird the, Lane? Yeah, Mockingbird Lane. They, they did the pilot, and they spent something like $10 million on it. Wow. And the problem was the people that gave it the green light at NBC got fired, and they brought in a new head of NBC, and he apparently hates the Monsters and oh. didn't like this guy. So Who is Herman Munster in it? Herman Munster was played by um, the fat guy from Stand By Me, uh, uh, Jerry O'Connell. Okay. Jerry O'Connell was in it. Portia Del, Del Russi, uh, Ellen DeGeneres' wife. And then Eddie Izzard played the grandpa. Okay. It's a great cast. Okay. It was funny. It was awesome. The first episode was uh, directed by Brian Singer. I loved it, and pretty much they just put it at Halloween because they paid so much money to make it, they might as well, you know, air it as a Halloween special. But I thought it would have been a great TV show. Unfortunately, it got canceled. I've been a big fan of Hannibal. Yeah, you've been talking about Hannibal for a long time. Oh, uh, the first two seasons were fantastic, and if you'd read any of the books, uh, Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, uh, Red Dragon, then you can really appreciate the show, and they play with your expectations, like, There'd be characters in the book, you're expecting it to be some ugly fat man. Instead, it's a really beautiful woman. Well, you're expecting it to be that way because it's the way it's described in the in book? In the book, yeah, but then they will cast against type okay. sometimes. Um, some characters you go, well, that character's got to live because they're in the second book, and we're not even to the first book yet. Okay. You know, it's a prequel to everything. Well, they can't die. Well, apparently they can't. Okay. So uh, it, it right, did so a it's lot. Like it does a Game of Thrones type thing. Yeah. It, years it, away from the books. It, it, at times, but then it'll come back around. There are lots of twists and turns. So is the third season going to have a completion point? I mean, is there any point in us getting excited to watch this show that's not going to end with a big cliffhanger that we'll never see? I, I have no idea. I haven't been able to 
hear anything yet about how season three ends. Hopefully huh. the show gets picked up by Netflix. And the reason why I've been going on and on about it on the show is because there's a big Twitter campaign to get okay. this show saved. And we need to save the show. All right. We need to convince Netflix or Amazon Prime or even NBC to bring the show back. We it is do that. too good to let it go. We have 109 followers on Twitter now. Yeah, people, let your voices be heard. <laughs> All right, we'll put we'll put the call out there for Mr. Two Frames. Yeah. Save Hannibal. Yeah, we'll put it on the uh, water tower out here. Do, do you know Gloucester. what they call uh, people who enjoy Hannibal? Uh, Hannibalites. Fanables. Oh wow, that's original. <laughs> that's great. You consider yourself one of those? Yeah, I'm definitely a fanable. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, maybe Netflix will pick it up. Maybe yeah. not, but Net Netflix does have a TV show that from the BBC, uh, sort of a extended miniseries that you need to watch because season two is coming out uh, next year, I think. This is Jane Campion's Top of the Lake, starring Elizabeth Moss as a cop who returns home to her lakeside community to be with her dying mother, which is sort of a misnomer because she's only with her for the first like ten minutes. And then she gets involved in this case of a uh, missing girl and is drawn back into a criminal and personal drama of her past. It's written and directed, as I said, by Jane Campion and then co-written by Gerard Lee. Um, Jane Campion wrote The Piano mm-hmm. yep. with Holly Hunter. Uh, Holly Hunter is also in this as sort of a cult figure, leader of women, like or women with a Y. Wyman, is that what they call them? I don't know. I yeah, don't. it's like a feminist movement. So there's a very strong feminist bent to to the uh, top of the lake here. It's got the it's got a big following for like a pro feminist movement because it deals with uh, rape culture and it has some very strong female characters. Um, I wasn't big on Melissa or Elizabeth Moss until this movie or this show. Seven series, uh, 49 minutes each. I saw Elizabeth Moss in Listen Up, Philip. Uh-huh. I didn't like her too much. And then you were big on the one I love. Oh, yeah, Sleeper Hit. Which I didn't I didn't, <laughs> I didn't appreciate her much in that. But in this one, she seems to, she sort of started to grow on me a little bit. And neither of us ever watched Mad Men. No. Apparently she was real good in that. And then I liked her as a President Bartlett star to daughter in the west wing she's got about six movies coming out the next one is truth which is about dan rather's uh sort of fall from grace remember dan rather the newscaster guess who plays dan rather i have no idea robert redford oh okay i can see that um i wonder if they're going to allude to that song what's the frequency kenneth because apparently Dan Rather got beat up in an airport bathroom by someone saying, what's the frequency, Kenneth? <laughs> Just beating him over the head. Was and this recently? That, no, it was back in the 90s, maybe the late 80s, because then R.E.M. made it into a song. Oh, okay. I had so, no idea. <laughs> he came out, the guy just, what's the frequency, Kenneth, and beat the crap out of him. Dan Rather. So that would be great, a little part of the movie. Or if they put that song in there. So anyway, that's my net pick of the week. I like it. All right. Top of the lake. So, and uh, on Laugh 54, we're going to review Inside Out, starring Amy Poehler. Yeah, learned to say it this week. 
Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I've been practicing. You <laughs> looked it up on YouTube, did you? I did. All right. I got it. So um, if you're going to theaters this week, uh, we're midst on our enthusiasm for Ted 2. I say go see it, even though it's not one of my summer blockbuster picks for the uh, challenge. Uh, neither of us is too into mats just because we're worried about the dog. Yeah. Uh, Lusk is sleep over the dog. Lusk, or I'm sorry, Nicole C is saying go watch Struck by Lightning. Lust says go watch Top of the Lake. And me, I'm saying go on Twitter and let's bring back Hannibal. <laughs> Hashtag Brian Fuller. Okay. Thanks for joining me in studios, L Train. You're very welcome. This is Mr. Two Frames saying there be dragons. Pops it boom, everybody. I gotta look up the or get the time frame. I don't know who the director is. I didn't write it down. <sighs> Holy crap! Way to be a professional. No, and that that might explain something. Oh, <laughs> uh, live air, dead air. Let it breathe all around you. Gosh, it was about to be a seamless show. No retakes, no nothing. Just awesome. And then somebody had to come in without being prepared. <laughs>